again, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of All Good in the Brotherhood podcast with me, Nate Whitaker, and uh, my co-host, Brother Francisco Whitaker. Howdy, everyone. Yeah, so today, guys, we're going to be doing something a little different from normal, not talking about some philosophical concept or anything like that. Today, we're going to be basically just reading aloud um, little, very small, short stories that we've each written. Um, Francisco and I both love writing. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. We've been doing it for a long time, especially short stories. And, and in this case, they're called flash fiction. They're a very, very short kind of short story. <laughs> Extra short. Short, uh, short. Yeah. So, but we, we came up with an idea, Francisco did, to um, share our love for writing with you guys. In this case, um, we did it, the, kind of the setup is we both have the same prompt, um, kind of the same one one guiding aspect of the story and then we were each given the opportunity to run with that yeah so so the opening line is what we decided to be there's different ways of doing prompts but we decided to have the opening same line uh which for this story was he stood at the edge of the water fishing pole in hand and that was all we gave so um we couldn't go in any direction so he could have if you know he whoever he is at the end of the fishing pole, a monster could have come out of the water and eaten him, or he could have caught nothing, or it could have just not been at fishing at all, and he drops the pole and goes something else. So uh, the idea was just to kind of see if we started with the same thing, where would we end up? And so we're just going to read these stories aloud to each other, like Nate said, uh, and then kind of discuss them. What did we like? What didn't we like? And just so that you all get a feel of something, an aspect of us that we love to love, something we love to do. Um, and you also can kind of hear and see uh, what the differences or similarities are in our writing styles. So we're just going to go ahead and start. Um, This is the first time we've read them to each other at all, so you're getting them fresh with us. Uh, I'm going to read them. Uh, I'm going to read mine out loud, and then we're going to talk about it, and then we'll flip it over to Nate and do the same thing. So they're each about uh, close to 500 words. That was our kind of our cap. So my story is called Hold My Hand. He stood at the edge of the water fishing pole in hand. The lake water rose and fell at his feet, the coolness caressing his toes with its soft, moist lips. A breeze rustled the leaves of a low-hanging branch at his right. He caught the movement with the corner of his eye. He turned, knowing full well what it was, but hoping it was something else, or someone else. There should be someone there, Another set of hands guiding the pole, dry, calloused, and oversized, never afraid of hooking the worms or barehanding the fish. But today there was no one. Today, Freddy was alone. A bird cooed in the branches above him, in eerie, melancholic moan. He recognized it to be the call of a morning dove. Until today, Freddy had always thought the bird's call was beautiful, the deep, reverberating sound like that of an elegant ghost. Now, it sounded different. It was the soft crying of one who had lost a friend, a lament over missed opportunities, unspoken words of thanks, and not having perfected the art of tying a fly. The bird finished its cooing and then fluttered off, the flapping of its wings sounding loud in the prevailing stillness of the glassy water. A tug came at the pole. The line grew taut, and the end of the rod bent to the left. Freddy pulled back, 
the adrenaline rush of a first bite causing a ripple which disrupted the dark waters of his thoughts. His hand sprung at the reel. His arms tugged at the pole. This was one battle he could fight, and he was not about to lose. The fish fought back, refusing to concede the battle. Freddy began to worry. He could tell that the creature was big, and he had only once before caught something like it. And even then, those strong hands had been on his shoulders, and the voice behind him never stopped encouraging him. Come on, Freddy, you got him. You can do it, bud, just a little more. He's a fighter, but you're a better fighter. That voice, that accented, steady, smooth voice, was gone. It was now up to Freddy. He curled his toes in the sand and straightened his back. Tug, reel, tug, reel. Only ten feet away, the fish sprang from the lake, thrashing and arcing its body back and forth. It hit the water again and disappeared in a splash bigger than any Freddy had seen. His nerves tingled for a moment, and his grip around the pole loosened. Could it be? Was it him? Then, as if those warm hands wrapped themselves around his one last time, his fingers found new strength, and he yanked the rod back. The end of the pole shot up, and... As a shout of glee escaped his lungs, Freddy watched as the fish sailed in the air from the water and landed on the sand behind him. Freddy stared at his prize. A grin of missing front teeth painted his face. We did it, Grandad, he cried, a singular tear rolling down his cheek. We did it. We caught old Gil. The end. Hmm. I like that a lot. That's uh, it's a really interesting story. I, I do like the melancholy vibe that it kind of gives. Although I have to say, actually, the start of it, um, aesthetically at least, felt very similar to mine. I was like, oh, oh man, is this going to be <laughs> just like the story I wrote? But it turns out quite different. Um, I like that. So I guess it's yeah. He lost his grandfather, and uh, old Gil. What what is that? Just a fish you made up, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Just like the 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 monster fish of the lake that no yeah. one had ever caught before. That's cool. I like that. What what I guess you know. Uh, I guess we'll when we do our stories, let's do like three particular things that jumped out to us that we liked, and three things that maybe didn't work or we would suggest changing. Three, well, one thing that jumped out as a detail-wise was um, the Morning Dove. I really liked that, um, aside from just the fact that it, if the name Morning Dove kind of gives you a hint before, it's actually, the, I don't think by that point in the story you had explicitly said he'd lost anyone, um, like his grandfather seems like his grandfather's died. It, you hadn't actually said that yet, but the Morning Dove just makes that pretty clear. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the action verbs you chose when you're talking about him, like, let's see midway down he says like a tug came at the pole the line grew taut um his hand sprung at the reel his arms tugged at the pole i just really like that you don't need to use like adverbs like he aggressively tried to pull or he was excited or anything like that just by the verbs he chose you showed how he felt or or how he's reacting Mm -hmm. um and then let's see i liked uh the i guess just 
the idea of, like that they had a common fish together that they'd been hunting for for a long time and never been able to get mm-hmm. and so there's a feeling of uh fulfillment i guess if you want to go into the content wise part of the story there's like kind of a fulfillment that now his grandfather's di- died um he's still able to uh kind of remember him and honor him by catching this fish that they'd always wanted yeah yeah um in terms of i guess you said to figure out three things that don't seem to work i yeah I can't uh, think of three. Maybe your Scottish accent would be one of them. Um, <laughs> well, I couldn't. I realized as I was about to read him that he was supposed to have an accent. Yeah. So I didn't even think about no, it. No, you're good. Don't worry about it. It's, it's all good. Um, no, honestly, I thought it was good. Uh, the I do really like uh, how you painted the scene. I mean, maybe there was, a, there was a, maybe a lot of adjectives early on, but... I mean, that's just some styles. Like, some people just write that way, and it creates a very beautiful descriptive scene. Yeah. I, I do that oftentimes, too. So I really can't think of anything that stood out as, like, not working. Um, yeah. Any, like, thoughts then or, or questions that, like, kind of come from it that aren't answered that you kind of wish were answered? Well, yeah, I guess I wonder what happened to his grandfather. I just was, you know, he either died in a car accident or, yeah. like... Because it said... Died of a heart attack or something. Okay. I was just thinking because of the the language at one point when he's pulling on the fishing rod and I think the line was like, this is a fight he could win. So I was wondering if like there'd been some way in which Freddy had failed somehow. Um, Actually, no. Now that you recall that memory, no, he he was fighting an illness. Oh, okay. And his grandfather and like, you know, as a little kid, there's nothing Freddy really could have done. Right. So he just had to watch his grandfather die slowly. I gotcha. I gotcha. No, I, I liked it overall a lot. It's like a good uh, little image. Um, in terms of its melancholy tone and, and kind of the the location, it reminds me of this one uh, story. Although it's The style is different. It reminds me a little bit of this one very short story um, called The End of Something by, have you ever read, uh, it's by Ernest Hemingway. Oh, okay, I've read some of his. I haven't read that one. Okay. Um, it's it's really good, but it's just, I would recommend it to anyone who's listening. It's It's kind of a short story that, is similar it's set on a lake and it's kind of just this melancholy sense of things are ended that we're happy um and i, I guess just for me the the backdrop of having uh, a water scene or this kind of the still life mm-hmm. almost that you've created of uh being set with fishing particularly is very calming activity um and then in this case there is some excitement in it but that kind of as the the physical setting for an emotional um underlying story going on i, I really like that yeah yeah cool well, great. Um, how about you read yours then? Okay. Yeah, so my story is, uh, I don't know, it's kind of dumb, but it's a, a pun. The name of the, the story, that is, is uh, it's called The Rain of Rain. So the R-E-I-N, R-E-I-G-N um, of rain, as in the rain that falls. So again, like the last story, it starts with the same sentence. So, uh, here goes. He stood at the edge of the water, fishing pole in hand. Dawn rippled over the little ups and downs. He set the pole in the hull of his canoe beside the tackle box, nudged the canoe away from the sand, and clambered into it. Mist-fingered breezes, like ghosts, came up to haunt him. He wasn't afraid. The black Alleghenies all around him were his companions. Still, he zipped up his juniper-green windbreaker a little bit more. 
He paddled out. It is good to hear your voice, he said to the wind. I wonder how long it's been since we talked. I think it's been too long. They're too noisy, you know. Too noisy to hear you and the burping toads. He pushed his round glasses up the bridge of his nose and frowned at the sky. I'm glad it's gray today. Gray days make me believe I'm almost intelligent, you know. I hope it rains. Sunshine is good, but clouds and rain are holy. Rain makes us all rats. In sunshine, a man stretches his body and knows he's a man. In sunshine, the rabbits bounce here and there like rabbits should. In sunshine, the rat is something vile. But on rainy days, we are all rats. We all become wet wretches scurrying about for shelter. All the same, all desperate. That's equality, if equality is ever to be found on earth. If there is a just king that reigns on earth, his name is Rain. <laughs> he sipped hot chocolate from his thermos. Then he put down the thermos and set himself to the task of fishing. He threw forth a mighty cast. Sunshine is for frolicking fools, he thought. Rain is for thinkers. A rainy day is a candlelit crypt in an old cathedral. A book that looks old and smells old and feels crinkly in the hand. An orchestra crackling on the radio. When it rains, you splash through a puddle and bustle inside and shrug off your jacket. You go drink some tea. You fall in love with a dancing hearth. He noticed too late that his fishing bob had dropped beneath the surface. He reeled in nothing. Impaling another plump nightcrawler on the hook, he recast. Eventually, the gray bulges overhead wept down their showers. He delighted in the rain. Rain is a good king, he thought. Rain fights a good war. But soon, it turned icy cold. The windbreaker was not enough. Gusts picked up. He shrugged. Rain fights a good war. He always wins in the end, doesn't he? Yes. He always wins. I know that rain always wins as surely as I know that I always lose. So he reeled in his line and paddled, a wet rat in a cold king's realm, back towards shore. The end. Wow. I, uh, yeah, that was, that was really cool. I really liked that. Um, I love how completely different of a twist, like, even one prompt can get us. Yeah, even um, with still talking about fishing. Kind yeah, of. exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, just, like, generally, um, I really liked how, you had kind of mentioned this before, too, but just how, like, the setting um, can kind of lend itself to, like, reminiscing or to, like, deeper things. Mm -hmm. um, I really liked how you pulled that element out very quickly. Um, and just, it just made him kind of almost like a wannabe philosopher, uh, but simply because of, like, the situation. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, let's see. So, three things that I liked. Um, well, first of all, I really liked uh, so, uh, some of his kind of ruminations, of, like, talking about what rain does to people, uh, rain making man men rats, um, and how just something simple as water kind of like makes all of us like immediately run for cover desperate mm -hmm. 
we we can say oh exactly like i really like that line like in the sunshine you know he stretches the limbs and knows he's a man um we feel impressive but as soon as something as basic as water comes around all of a sudden now we're like like little rodents yeah um, so i kind of like, i really like that thank you um i also liked how uh you made it very clear that he can't focus on more than one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some stories that, like I've been in fiction stories, like fiction workshops and in classes before, and sometimes, and I've done this too, that you have a character think about all of this stuff, like he goes on in pages or she goes on for pages about thinking, and then somehow they also do all of this stuff. Yeah. And it, and it's like, okay, you can't, there's no way you could think that deeply and pay attention to all this. So right. I liked that you kind of gave him kind of a... Uh, spacey vibe right just the way he tried to make it practical yeah um and then um i liked his clothes the closing where it's just like he shrugged like Mm -hmm. there was he didn't need to be like oh he didn't it didn't need to be like a complete flip of you know what he was thinking before like oh well now that rain's affecting me maybe it's not what i said it was before it's Mm -hmm. like he shrugged like yep i lose like Mm -hmm. it's just kind of he he's consistent and i like that because which i guess I, even while i was writing i didn't know if it made sense because he just been complimenting rain and then now he's bothered by it but i thought that was kind of the point is he's a human just like all the humans he's describing well he doesn't sound as bothered by it i mean he clearly he doesn't want to be out in it but yeah. he doesn't seem to be bothered that it put him out it's mm-hmm. kind of like well i lost like yeah. they win right um, so i like that uh critiques mm-hmm. um i i think like my only i think just like two really quick critiques right um is that like uh he he says like uh the rain makes him feel he's smarter why Hmm. um i mean i guess it's because maybe like he's got this weird thing about rain or like thinking about what rain does to people so he's really reminiscent or is it because like rain puts him forces you to go inside and you have nothing else to do but think mm-hmm. um is that why he thinks he's smarter or what so i was just that line just kind of confused me yeah um and then uh and then uh yeah i, th- I guess that's mostly all um i really i did i like the ending like the quick ending um mm-hmm. uh, i like doing that in the, more recently when I've tried to write short stories or especially like, like this is called a flash fiction where it's very short I try to do an abrupt ending and oftentimes more often than not when that does happen I it often is uh like sudden in a sudden abrupt change after the most majority of story maybe I, I like doing where not much has happened mm-hmm. in terms of actual action and then um, at the end there's some like quick um, brusquely stated action that that changes things yeah so. Uh, the, actually, the only other critique was this: the line "He threw forth a mighty cast." Mm-hmm. I really like the image of that. Yeah. But I, th- it just kind of seems to be like a little abrupt yeah. in the stream of things. That the I feel like there's way more power in this story in his thoughts than yeah. in his actions. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you describe his actions with like almost zero depth, mm-hmm. it kind of reflects even more of his personality. Yeah. You're like he. He threw a cast like that. He's uh, he's not really there for fishing. Yeah, he's really there to think. think. Yeah, um, saying like he threw forth a mighty cast. Now all that's of a sudden true. it's like, oh, okay, I'm expecting something like big to happen with the fishing. Right, that's a good And point. then nothing happens. With I the like fishing. that. I'm glad you noticed that because that's that's a good detail. Yeah. So, but still, overall, really cool, and I liked how different they ended up being. Yeah, me too. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. So, uh, we. We'll definitely do something like this again in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a, a different prompt or like a completely different scenario. Or maybe even just share something. We've written a lot of different short stories, so maybe right. even do that. 
If you guys want to email us a suggestion for a prompt, yeah, that'd be fun to do. Totally, too. that yeah. would be fun. That way, we don't have to come up with it, right? Um, and maybe we could, yeah, see what happens. Um, mm-hmm. We also, you know, like, uh, what kind of want to do maybe like a like uh, I don't know, audio skits or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of maybe some little drama here or something like that. So uh, that's something we might do in the future. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Um, so a lot but, of opportunities. Yeah. So if you have any ideas that you want to uh, hear us write about or act out or whatever uh, feel free to email us um you can see our email in the description below um or dm us on instagram so thank you all have a good day and god bless